People always ask how I balance my family life with 400 shows a year. I'm just doing what I love with the people I love. It's my magic life. I like Wes Isley. I like everything about him. All right. This week, it's just Natalie and I again. This is episode 46. We are almost uh, the end of that first year, Natalie. Can you believe yeah, it? Yeah, no. Golly. It's flown by. Um, we got we got some stuff to tell you about the end of the year blowout that we're going to do. But um, in today's episode, I, I like to go back and tell stories when it's just Natalie and I. Stuff that we'll probably never get to with another guest on the air. And today's story, Natalie and I talked about it before the podcast started. About that lawyer that booked that show. Do you want to yeah. set this up? So, I mean, he ended up being really nice. I think he was just a little uptight and worried about how the party was going to go. We didn't know that. That's the ending. You just gave it away. Great. All right, next subject. We didn't know he was nice. You told me. The guy I said was like, he ended up being nice. Right, I we'll didn't go. say he was nice to begin with. He wasn't nice to begin with. So, he wanted to book us to perform at his parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Um, he wants everything to be flawless. You know, he hadn't seen us before, but I guess someone had recommended us or I don't really know. I can't remember how he heard about us. And this was four years ago. Not even, but he booked us and while we were still on the phone, he pretty much was like, you had better do a good job. You better do a good job. It was it was like threatening. It's like, or what? Like, what is the, um, what is the or what? What's gonna happen? But I wasn't really worried about it because I mean, we always do the best that we can and are fairly well liked. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't have this as your full time job if you weren't, right? So. It's just funny. He's very uptight. He called a million and one times to make sure everything was lined up. Everything was fine. You're going to do a good job. You're only going to do 30 minutes. I don't want a full 45 minutes. I don't think it's going to go. Or I don't think people are going to want a 45 minute magic show. Like he hired us, but then he was kind of poo-pooing us at the same time. And it's like, whatever. Um, All we we know is he's a lawyer, and he's, like, threatening us and letting us know he's a lawyer, and you better do a good job. I'm a lawyer. You better do a good job. But he doesn't want a full show. He only wants a half hour, not 45 minutes, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, who knows what that, what that, you better, what that threat was. Who knows? Anyway, we get there. We set up. Start doing. All right, well, wait, wait. We get there, and it's at some country club or something, and we have to unload at the front door. But then I had to park a mile down the road. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. The park, well, the park, it's like there was a circle drive and then the parking lot where you parked was down the hill and then around the corner. And so, um, yeah. Well, anyway, so we unload everything and then I have to carry everything. And Natalie sits inside and just babysits our equipment and I have to go park it in the next state. And then I'm walking back. Luckily, we have this pretty down pat, so she was able to set everything up. As I come in, drenching wet, it was um, it was hot and it was it was brutal. 
But you had most of it set up by that point. Yeah. Yeah. And he was nice. He was introducing himself to us. Hey, I'm this guy, whatever, da da da. Remember, <laughs> I'm the guy that threatened you. Yeah, he and didn't remember, say that. But and remember, yeah. it's only 30 minutes, and, um, you know, you're going to be over here. And then after this, we're going to do this. And he was just really uptight. Right. And so I take pictures and videos during the shows, um, during the parts that I'm not in. And so that's what I was doing. And he came up to me during the show and he goes, This is going great. Go ahead and do the full 45 minutes. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Which is fine because I I set everything up. Like we were doing a normal show. And then just, you know, when 30 minutes is up, give the thumbs up. All right, end the show. And Wes would just end the show early instead and of doing everything. So everything was set up. I didn't have to prep anything else. And the reason we do that is because sometimes we like to call an audible. You know, we'll say, hey, do this trick instead of this trick. I think this will go better at this point. Because we had a full show set up, it's not, hey, let's do that trick or do this trick. We'll just, we'll do that one. Yeah. So luckily you did have everything set up. Yeah. So, I mean, all set up and I just told Wes, I said, just keep on going. He wants the full show now. So he got a taste of what the show really was. I don't know what he thought he was hiring. If he thought he was hiring a hokey person that was just going to you know introduce entertain like kid level or if he thought I don't know what he thought but obviously he didn't think very highly of us and but then he saw part of the show and he enjoyed himself and he was so complimentary afterwards um just really really nice and then his mom you know it was for his mom and his dad and his mom was really sweet she had um made handmade these little giveaway bags and she had extras and she just insisted that Lana take one and it's real cute she there's she had like a little bird on a stick that you could like a pick type thing do you do you know what I'm talking about it's like a, a thin stick and a bird stuck on top of it so you could put it like in a in a garden plant or something okay, and make right. it look cute I don't remember that part Lana still has it up in her room well, so. <laughs> I, I believe that. She keeps everything. She, she does. She's a little mini hoarder. But then um, after the show... But I got the I got the mom and dad up. So the thing yeah. was, he probably thought that I was a, you know, a kid's entertainer, kid's birthday party that maybe can do these type of shows. He doesn't know. And it's a 50th wedding anniversary, I think. And yeah. I got his mom and dad up there, and I did comedy cards across. Oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where the dad holds the cards, and I put the cards under mom's butt, and they move across. Yeah. And Dad was giggling. Mom was having a blast. Everybody was the laughing was so rolling, hard. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's just silly. It's silliness, and um, I think that's really what won him over. You know, because and I don't know these people. No. When I go to corporate events, and maybe no one ever talks to his mom like that, or no one ever. But it's just me being me, and yeah. I'm, I'm and I'll walk into a room. Hey, lady, settle these cards. Yeah. And, Oh my goodness, and yeah. they just do it. So, and then it's funny because it's so out of everybody's. I don't. It's not comfort zone. It's not vulgar or anything. It's just no. silly. Yeah. It's just being silly with these people. Right. And boy, it, it. It's not a normal everyday occurrence. Yeah. So yeah. But I think that's what worked because I got them up and really turned them on to the show as well. Instead of just playing, they set kids in the front row, and I played to the room. I didn't play right. to the little kids. I knew you had adults. Yeah, you were picking on some adults, and you're going, yeah. And you picked you picked adults as as um, volunteers as well, not just all kids. You did have kids as well, but you used adults as well. So, yeah. So he ended up loving it, and 
Lana was thrilled after the show. He well, came. he was talking to you. I, I was talking to other people, shaking people's hands, and he was over there talking to you, talking your ear off. And I'm like, "What is he telling you? What is he telling you?" And you're like, "He gave me a he gave me a hundred dollar tip." I was like, "Wow!" Like I thought it was for us. No. And that that was on passing because I had to go get the car, and he talked to you that whole time. And yeah. then I came in. You were like, "He gave me a hundred dollar tip." Well, that's great. That's good. I thought he was giving that as part of the paycheck. And then he pulls me to the side and gives me an Italian handshake with a hundred bucks and says, man, I can't tell you how great this was. It was fantastic. And he gave me his card as a lawyer. And if you ever need law help, help, you yeah. give me a call. You, I got, you got, I got your back. I got your back. <laughs> and then we get in the car and you're showing me the goodie bag that the lady made and how cute that was and how sweet that was. Uh-huh. And then that wasn't the best part. The best part was, not only did he tip me $100. Never happened again. (laughs) He tipped Wes $100. He tipped Lana her own $100 bill. She was tickled pink. She was so excited. He was like, and you, young lady, did a fantastic job. And so... She produces a dove in the show. She does a final bow. She, She blows kisses. And she was well behaved. <laughs> she, she did great. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really sweet of him. So to go from you had better do a good job, girl, to giving each and every one of us a hundred dollar tip and just talking my ear off after the show, big old smile, happy, happy, happy. Couldn't be happier with the show. So it you- all turned out well. And I hear something like, you know, the guy said, you better do a good job. I don't know how I heard it. Natalie says he told her that on the phone. I I told you when I got off the phone. But somehow I felt it. Yeah. I don't, I I felt it. I was like, oh, I don't like this. That doesn't sound good. I told you about, I got off the phone and I told you about it. I was like, oh my goodness. I, I don't even know what my response to him was, but it was probably something along the lines of, well, he's been doing this for a long time. It's his full-time job. And you don't have anything to worry about. And we always do a professional job and a, and a good job. And he'll, he'll engage the adults and the kids alike. And it'll be, you'll have a fun time. I promise. All right. Well, you better do good. Well, I don't know what else to tell you. you just wait and see. <laughs> so, but he enjoyed himself. So that was one that, that, Turned itself around. So, that was good. And usually they do. Yeah. They usually do. Yeah. But but it was just funny because he's the one that's hiring us. Having this much doubt. Yeah. When he hired us. There's a story. I did a, a Magic Life episode about um, uh, a country club. And we got in there and the guy was like yelling at me as soon as I got there. Because the guy last year they hired didn't show up. Do you remember that guy? So he yelled at you? He yelled at me. Was I with you? Yes. I don't yes. remember We this. have a Magic Life episode about it. Oh. That's what I'm telling you. I'll have to go back and look. But it was something no, It was that. something like, you know, we get there 30 minutes early to set up. Because it doesn't take us long to set up a standard show. <laughs> and when we got there, he just started yelling at me. You know, where are you? What took you so long? Da, 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 da. I'm like, dude, look at the time. I got 30. You could set up the entire show in 28 minutes? We'll have it in five. If you let me go. Yeah, but he's sitting there. Yeah, he was yelling yeah. at me. And then no, after I the, don't remember this. After the show, he was like, I'm so sorry. The guy last year just didn't show up. And 
everybody's yelling at me and the pressure of these Easter parties are just so intense at a country club. Good you just gosh. don't understand. And wow. We did a whole episode about it. I don't remember this. You'll but have yeah, to show it to me. But when yeah, you find if you it. quit yelling at me and let me set up, I'd I'd already have a lot of it done. Yeah. But it wasn't cool because I mean it was no. it was it wasn't quiet. Oh. It was out in the open. Where are you? What took you so long? You can't have we had start this in twenty eight minutes. Yeah. 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 Sound system, buddy. Show. Doves. Animals. But I gotta work. You gotta let me go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I can't believe you don't remember that. I don't remember that. Well, but yeah. No, on a normal occurrence, we can get everything set up in less amount of time. We just say arrival times that early. I mean, that way it gives you a buffer. If in you, case have you have to... multiple shows during the day and, and you do end up getting there at 10 till, well, it's okay. You got plenty of time. But also, you get there 30 minutes early because... Especially at country clubs, you never know where you're going and how far you have to take your show. And where you have to park. Right. And if they make you load in a convoluted way through the basement, take the elevator instead of just walking right. through the front door. Right. Where it would be way easier and way closer. <laughs> it's two feet from the front door, but no, no, no. Our guests can't see you come in. But it's, they're going to, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So anyway, in other news, we went to we've been dropping Lana off at church on Sunday mornings because they're not really doing Sunday afternoons. Yeah, they're, they're not... having they're having church now. At first, it there it was all virtual, but they were having the kids get together in the afternoon. It was all outdoors. Wear your masks. Then church started being in person, but it was sign up. And we were like, well, we have new babies and it's just, it's going to be hard. It's an hour drive and figuring out breastfeeding schedule, all that. It was just too much. And no daycare. Right. And no nursery. And, and then we ended up going to a church service. Now they're having two church services, um, but there's still no nursery. And we went to a church service when we dedicated the boys um, and it just showed us that until they have nursery back up and running, there is really no reason for us to go because we can't hear anything. <laughs> and you can't put Elmo in front of the kids the whole time. No. You, you can't do that. No, it'd be way too distracting for other people. And we had to take them out, you know, in the little vestibule, which you can see the pastor, but when the baby's talking and making noise, it's very distracting and... There's just no, you don't get anything out of it. So And other people might not care. They really might not. But we're on edge because we're performers and we don't want our kids to make a peep. Right. We might be overly. Maybe. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. Anyway, I think until there's nursery, there's really no reason for us to be going to church. But either way. There has been the afternoon get-togethers for Lana's age group in the afternoon on Sundays. And we've used that time to go make our weekly run to Sam's Club. But then our pastor decided that the parents should stay and get together and have a meeting of the parents just to sort of get to know each other. Um, And he wrote on his email. Closed-toed shoes. Wear closed-toed shoes. And Wes tells me he's wearing suit pants and suit shoes. And I told Wes, I said, do you know Lance at all? He's our pastor. Do you know Lance at all? 
He plays soccer. He's very active. I'm sure this is some sort of sport. You need to wear tennis shoes. Wes is like, it's church. I'm like, it's not church. It's after church. You don't go to youth group dressed up in church clothes. You go to youth group in sweatpants or shorts or jeans and a t-shirt. You don't, you don't have to dress up for that. For whatever reason, he decided not to listen to me. And now he's paying the price and hopefully he's learned his lesson and I'll listen to his wife. Because what happened, honey? Well, they said <laughs> they wanted the adults. The kids have probably been only looking at one set of adults for over a year. Uh-huh. So uh, let's get all the adults together and play a game with the kids. So they played some kind of kickball game. Number one, on a hill. Number two... That was where the play field was. It's on a hill. Uh, Number two, the grass is wet. Mm-hmm. Number three, you didn't listen to your Number wife three, and you wore sh- suit shoes. I had suit shoes. So when it was my turn at bat, I bunt, I go to run, and I just go to the ground. because. Were you batting? No, I just oh. go to the ground. Oh, that, that was, was the first time. I'm done. Then I'm playing outfield, and I'm like shortstop. And the ball comes to me, and I go to grab it. My hands are on the ball, but my right foot, I'm going downhill now. My right foot curls under me, and I put all my weight on my right foot because I'm going downhill, and I need momentum to throw it to first base. And when I did, my, I don't know, my pinky toe kind of touched my heel for a split second because I put all the weight on it, and I just went down. I I don't know what kind of throw that was. I'm sure that guy got to base safe and sound. But I heard a little pop, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm very competitive. I would never quit a game. But when I went down, I'm like, hmm. You're in pain. I didn't ask if I could get out. I just I just walked out <laughs> of the game. I just, game over for me. Yeah, you limped out. And I didn't see it. I didn't see it at all. I had the babies, and I looked down for a second for some reason to deal with whatever baby situation was going on. And I look up, and you're just limping towards me with a grimace on your face. So they went and they got you ice, and then you limped to the car. After oh, I tried to put my shoe on to go back to the car. That was a mistake. Yeah. So it, was, it, was, it wasn't good. So the next day was our anniversary, and we... How many years? Spent it at the doctor's office. Lucky, lucky 13. <laughs> lucky 13, baby. Yeah. Happy anniversary, babe. And we and and she gets to wheel me into the hospital. So that was my Facebook yeah. post that day that um, you know, through uh, sickness and health. Yeah. She's there for me, wheeling me in in a wheelchair to the hospital. That's right. To the doctor's office. The doctor's office. So the doctor, the doctor tells me he said, "Oh, it's definitely broke. Now we just got to find out how bad." So he takes X-rays and he says, "Well, I don't know how to read them. They <laughs> pay people a lot more money than me to read these things. Let's send these things off." Go on home and we'll call you in a few hours. We'll call you before 5 Mm p.m. And this was like at 10 Mm a.m. Well, like at 4.30 they call. And it's just a secretary at the front desk. And she said, "Uh, they didn't see any breaks. And um, doctor said if it's not better in a couple weeks, we'll send you to a specialist. Goodbye. And Natalie's like, well, did you ask her about medication? No. Did you ask, you ask her this? questions? Did you... I mean, no, ask questions. No, it's a secretary at the front. She doesn't know anything. It doesn't matter. If you started asking questions, she would have said, hold on, let me get a nurse. They didn't tell At me the very least. Thing. So, anyway. Well, you didn't ask any questions either. You probably just said, oh, okay, well, thank you. 
I, and let it I was, go. I was very polite, you I'm sure. Got but I was to frustrated. Ask as questions. Anyway, anyway, so I'm still in pain. I'm still in a walking boot. I don't use my crutches now. You didn't use your crutches to begin I with, did too, barely. For, for a week and barely. Over a week and a half, I did. Barely. And several days I just sat in bed all day, and that is not. <laughs> That is not something I can do. I, I'm not good All at that. day? No. He wouldn't sit still, and here I am doing every freaking thing, and he wouldn't use his crutches. I feel Or bad. put your foot up all the time. You just wouldn't. Stubborn butt. You know, you can't carry a cup and of coffee saying, across the house with crutches. You can't and, do it. So, honey, so can you give me a cup of coffee? Exactly. That's all you had to do. That was awful. I didn't like it. I felt bad. You're taking care yes. of two babies. You're taking care of a lot of homeschool. And I doing know. Dishes, and doing I was laundry. taking care of the animals. And I was making dinners. I and bad. I was making breakfast. And I was doing everything. But I expected you while I'm making this freaking sacrifice to take care of your foot so it gets better. So I can do this all the time. It hurts now. You're yelling at me. I am good. It's starting to go <laughs> Anyway, so I am still in pain. And people ask me on social media. And I feel bad. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. They ask me on social media. Hey, Wes, how's your foot? I just answer, it hurts. I don't, I feel bad saying that, but I don't know what to say. Am I supposed to say, oh, it's getting a little better. Yeah. I mean, I guess after two weeks, know. it's getting a little better. Yeah. But you know what? It hurts. Yeah. Well, and then we called the doctor because it's, you know, <clears throat> holiday weekends. Um, so we called before the holiday weekends to tell him, hey, it's still hurting pretty bad. So they said, well, you know, they sent his information off and, the foot people will give us a call to schedule an appointment. Um, but now you're, you know, it's starting to feel a little better. Not much, but a little bit. So there's hope. So I don't know. In the, in the, I don't know what's going to happen. In the walking boot, I can, she tells me I look like the penguin. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I walk, I walk, my foot's cocked to the side and I'm trying to put weight only on my heel. And, um, but when I take the boot off, I can't put pressure on it at all. I'm, I'm useless. I have to use crutches. Well, now I'm able, knock on wood, I'm able to, I don't know. I took, a, I took steps across our bedroom to, to the sink to brush my teeth, back to get PJs out of the drawer mm-hmm. and then back to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, that's too much. That was too much. Without the boot. Yeah. yeah. So that was like 20 steps. But I was like, I'm able to do a step. I'm able to stand for yeah, a second. Yeah, you couldn't do that. It. You couldn't do that when you had it hurt. And the swelling's all gone down. It was swollen for a good, good while. Two of my toes turned black. Yeah. <laughs> I had bruising on the inner instep. But all that's, all that's going away. But still, every morning I wake so. up. That's what wakes me up in the morning. Is your foot. My foot is just pounding, throbbing, pounding. Yeah. So, anyway. That's enough about that. Well, but, at least it's a little better. I'd still go to the... The, whoever calls and makes an appointment, though. But um, Natalie's taking care of me. She really is. She's been working her butt off. And I'm I know trying. you have, and I feel guilty about it. <laughs> but uh, feeding the show animals, how's yeah. that been going? You know, it's not so bad. It's actually fairly enjoyable, unless it's, like, uber hot. For two weeks you've been doing it. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're, they're sweet little animals. I love the, little, the littlest chickens. They're so cute. There's four of them. There's two little white ones that have little feathers on their feet. There's a brown one and there's a black one. And the brown one is the bravest. And here's what I've noticed. The brown one, when we have scraps, we throw them in the outside section. And all the older chickens are out there. And obviously, they're higher on the pecking order. So the baby chickens kind of stay more inside. 
um, inside the barn area instead of in the outside area. But the brown one is brave. He goes out there and just very, she very sneakily goes out, grabs something and runs real fast inside. She's brave. She goes out there with the big chickens. But this poor one, this poor brown one, I've noticed, she's the lowest on the totem pole of the baby ones. Oh, no. She gets all the food stolen from her. If she goes over to take bites of the, um, the corn or the other stuff, they peck at her and run her off. So she's brave well, and goes back she out. Has to be. She goes out and gets it and brings it in and it gets stolen from her. So she goes out several times until she has something she can keep. Poor thing. I know. Isn't that awful? I feel bad for her. But you know what? She's doing good. She's standing up for herself, getting her own stuff. She's doing good. Wow. The cute little things. She's going to rule the roost one day. You just watch. I think you were overwhelmed uh, at the beginning, though. I was very overwhelmed. I, I was very. Tell. I, I could was, see it in your eyes. I was, honey, it's a lot. I already do a lot. I have to feed babies every three hours. I, you know, And on top of that, you were feeding them the real food and then I would take over and nurse them obviously but now I have to because you don't want to I don't want you hobbling everywhere so I was feeding them real food and nursing them still doing homeschool still you know you usually make breakfast um and then we're making real easy dinners but darn it you'd throw it in the oven and that would save me time but now I'm having to do all of that on top of getting you stuff feeding outside animals, burning the trash that gets burnt. Um, I don't know, dishes, all my normal stuff, but just adding animals and and your your what you do. But animals to is, what I do. Yeah, animals is 35 minutes at least. Yeah. I'd say you got you you get you got a you got a process out there, which is fine. It's totally fine, and it's really not that bad. I really don't mind doing it. Do you enjoy just, doing it? I enjoy yeah, kind doing of. It. I do. It's kind of neat. I'm glad yeah. you do. Um, it's really not so bad, you know. But I was very overwhelmed. The thing that overwhelmed me the most was the magic shows. I was extremely overwhelmed. I I knew I had to do that all by myself. Well, before and you get to the magic the, shows, how's Tom? How's Tom Sony? Talk about the chickens out there. Oh, how's darn Tom Sony? Tom Sony. That's our rooster, Tom Sony, turd. I love him. We have a love-hate relationship, the two of us. Um, but he left me alone for the first week. I started out that Monday feeding that we took him to the doctors. That's the day I started feeding everybody. And he was fine with me until the following Monday. He ran at me two times. I had to yell at him. I had to show him who was boss. So it rained this past weekend. So both days I was out there, he was inside, the in, inside portion with me. Which, a lot of, they come in a lot more when it's raining. And it's harder to feed because they're a lot more underfoot, the chickens. But Tom Sony then is watching you. And so it's like you have to have eyes in the back of your head because you turn your back for a second. And he like puffs up like he's getting ready. He's tried to sneak up on me a couple times, but I turn around <laughs> fast enough and I just look at him and give him a look and he turns around and walks away. So, <laughs> uh, so like I said, it's a love-hate relationship. Because he's beautiful. He's beautiful. And he's awesome. I love him. He's great. But every once in a while he gets his hair up his butt that he thinks he wants to knock me down and I have to, I have to take him off his eye horse a little bit. 
So. All right, you're talking about being overwhelmed with the Zoom at the regular shows. Right, yeah, doing magic shows. That was what really kind of overwhelmed me the most. The animals, you know, fine, whatever. Um, you know, doing dinners and stuff. Trying to figure out, I just had to figure out a schedule for an everyday schedule of how to get animals fed, babies fed, Lana doing school, everybody bathed, everybody eating. You know, get that down. Okay, I got that down. I need oh, coffee. crap. Now, Wes needs coffee. Yeah, Wes needs Wes coffee. Wes needs his pillow fluff. Figuring out when Wes <laughs> needs to take his, his uh, medication. Ibuprofen <laughs> yeah, is all I have. They didn't give me anything. <laughs> so, but then. Two days after you get the boot put on, we have Zoom shows, um, virtual shows, two. One of them has an illusion. So I have to go to the van and bring everything into the garage. I have to go to the trailer, bring in the backdrop and set it up and get an illusion out. The illusion that we were going to do because Wes's foot is hurt and he can't do anything. Well, of course, of course, was not the one next to the door. No, no, no. It's the one in the middle between everything so I was just overwhelmed having to unload it and bring it in set it all up got it done I was like phew but then we had shows that weekend so now I've got to pack it all up and put it away it was just an overwhelming week because I couldn't get into that routine of everyday routine before I had to start bringing show stuff and doing show stuff I couldn't figure out normal life before I had to figure out adding shows into it. Now I, I know I got the routine of when it's a normal day of how I can get every single thing done. Um, I just have to, I'm going. From the second I get up, I'm going, going, going. I don't get to sit down until I've had babies in bed. Even then I don't. I still have to do my workout and then I get to go to bed. Um, but yeah. So, and then the first time doing shows out, so we got the Zoom shows done, I got the show packed back in the van, and everything back out there, and I still was still feeling a little anxious about doing just a magic show out, and it was a small show, but we got my niece Willow, normally she comes when we have larger shows with illusions, but I called my mom, and I was told her, I said, I need her. I need her for small shows because Wes can't do diddly squat. So, <laughs> but you like her. You so, like her being with us. I like having her with us. I told Wes after the first, you know, the first, the first two shows were just small shows, family shows, um, and I told him, I said, "It's kind of nice having her here. It's 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 less stress for me because I don't have to worry about." The babies. The babies. I don't have to worry about keeping them quiet and keeping them happy and setting up the show and doing the parts in the show and still keeping them happy while I'm doing parts in the show and having Lana keep them happy while I'm up and doing the show and then coming back and taking care of them. So it's kind of nice having her there. Because when Jessica was here. Every single show. Caitlin. You did have that stress day. Caitlin. No, when Jessica was here and we were at oh, Wilderness. Oh, 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 you yes. You had an awful show that day. I did. It was... Very overwhelming. I didn't think I was going to be... I was like, I can't do this. And Lana came in at the right time. They were... Both started screaming. They were perfectly happy. Both of them. Right until the show started. Then they both just started screaming at the top of their lungs. And then Lex calmed down and Julian was just... He was inconsolable. And so I had to hold him the entire show. And lug Lex around in the car seat the entire show. And there was just a part where I just, I was back 
it was the outdoor show, so we had the van right there, and I went behind the van and the van was kind of my backdrop. Yeah, and I just had them back behind the van, and I was hiding, and I was getting teary eyed because I didn't know what to do, and I had a part I needed to do real soon. And Lana came around the van, and she said, "Mommy, are you okay? Can I help you?" And I said, "Oh my gosh, thank you, Lana." And I told her later, I said, "You that was a lifesaver." I. Because I don't want to ask her. I, I don't want to make her be the one that takes care of her baby brothers. But she came up and volunteered and asked if she could help me. And um, she saved me that day. I was about to have a breakdown. Cause, and, and then you know what it was? Oh, you know what it was? Yeah. So at the very end of the show, Julian let out a really large fart. <laughs> and all was well in Julian's world again. He was happy and smiley <laughs> at the end of the show. <laughs> I think that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Gas is painful. <laughs> Apparently that day it was, and it was perfectly timed to be during the show. So, but yes, I I do. I like having Willow with us. I like her having, I'm trying to convince you to have her at all the shows now instead of just the big ones. Well, number one, it's it's money. Right. And, you know, but... It is, but... It's whatever. But the other thing mind. is, but the other thing is, that RV. When we get that RV, it's going to be so much nicer. Even even having Willow with us. I mean, right. going places, they can just sit in the car and have them out. I mean, watching movies in the RV with the air conditioner on. Having snacks. Doing Getting whatever they need done. to do. Getting even school done. Even though we done. have shows all day long. Do whatever they want to do. And then just bring them out for the final bow until they're big enough. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Yeah. So, um... Tom Julian, he was on a couple weeks ago. He sent me an email that said um, that he's in negotiations with one of the uh, big RV companies trying to get us an RV. He said, no promises, but uh, I'm working on it. And, you know, that's awesome. stuff's starting. So Yeah, because it's really, yeah, we're, we... If we don't get one soon, though, from him, we're just going to have to do it. Because we, we have to. We've had shows recently where we've both taken Natalie's car and my van... That's all we can do. And we're driving three hours north and then turning around, driving three hours yeah. home. And that's all, that's all, that's our only option. Even without Willow with us, we don't have enough seatbelts in your van right. to take everybody in the car. We need another seatbelt. We right. have enough seats, we just don't have seatbelts for all the seats. Well, we talked about a lot in the RV episode, but. Oh. I can't wait. Right. Uh, I'm waiting. So we have two, yeah, we have to take two cars everywhere. I mean, thank God we have. Two cars. At least we have two cars that we're able to take. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, the, the whole reason of doing a family show is to have my family on the road with me. Right. When you're on the road, but it's we're a technicality. With you. It's, just, it's yeah. a technicality. You're in a car in front of me. Right. It's not the same. We're with you. We're just not in the same car. Yeah. Um, when we did those Zoom shows, we had a, a corporate show that morning. Mm-hmm. And then we had a school show that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporate show was awesome. Corporate show went great. They're the ones that got the illusions. Everything went real well, real smooth. Everything went great. And that was Zoom. And that was Zoom. Um, the school show wanted to use Google Meets or something. And we've never used that before. So we were like, we were asking beforehand, like, do we have to download something first or whatever? And So anyway, we get on there and it's just different from Zoom. Honestly, I like Zoom better because we can have us on a large screen to see how everything looks 
But this was just, we were one of the small screens. So, and they said you can do you that, know. but we just never could figure it out. And well, they told us exactly, they app. said exactly where it was, and I was like, it's not there. Well, maybe because everybody else was doing it on laptops, we were doing it on a cell phone. Oh, well, and we had to do it on a cell phone because right. we have close-up magic, and I have to be able to move around where you can't do that with a laptop. So when, I, when I'm watching on a cell phone, uh, a Zoom show, honey, it looks different than it does on an iPad. Yeah. It's different. It's different things. Yeah. It looks different. Well, anyway, we tell we tell them ahead of time. We told them as well that our Zoom shows, um, we do a stand-up show portion. We take a bow, end it, and then we go on to Wes's close-up magic, and then he teaches some magic tricks at the very end. Well, apparently... Um, and that's just to change things up. When you're watching... A television screen for 45 minutes of just some guy performing at you. It's just different than being live in person, yeah. Uh, right, because it's stale and stagnant. So to change the look of everything, now let's do close-up magic. Take the camera off the tripod and come over here and come look at this. Now look at this. We're doing something different over here. Instead of... Well, apparently... A static cam set up in a corner the whole time. Yeah. Well, apparently they did not tell people this and they i i don't know i don't know anyway we ended the show portion and people all took themselves there's also not a thing where the host can mute everybody like on zoom you have to mute yourself and so the teacher was telling all the students mute yourself mute yourself mute yourself all the kids were unmuting themselves after the show portion and we're like we're not done we're going on to close-up magic and so then she was like, okay, everybody needs to mute yourself. The teacher is telling mute yourself or I'm dismissing you. And you won't be allowed and, you know, you're, you're going to be thrown out, of the, thrown out of the show. Mute yourselves. If I hear you unmuted, I'm throwing you out of the show. And so Wes did a close-up magic trick and then people And the kids were, were all yelling, wow, wow, yeah. wow, how did you do and that? And so wow. she said again, all right, I'm going to start throwing people out. Well, she kicked us out. <laughs> Well, people started disappearing. Yeah. And then our screen went black. And then our screen, we were out. I was like, oh no, what happened? Hello? And then you try and go back in and it says, you're not allowed to join this meeting. Wait, what? And so I tried again. It's like, you are not allowed to join this meeting. Oh no. So I called um, our contact for the show and she was like, oh no, I'm not watching because she was doing other stuff at the school. And so she called um, the principal, who was the one running the whole thing, and they were trying to figure out how to get me back on. There's a couple ladies on the phone. That All she did was look out. for microphones that were red, that were on, active, and she just started deleting microphones. Is all she was doing. She yeah. didn't look at who she was deleting. And she and she took off, took us off. And so we tried probably a good 15, 20 minutes to get back on there, and then she just decided to end it. Um, I felt horrible. And I felt we were like, sick. okay, sorry. I don't know what to tell you why we were apologizing. I don't know because we didn't do anything wrong. Um, but we ended up um, doing the rest of the show the following Wednesday because apparently they do this stuff on Wednesdays. I guess that's their virtual day or something. I don't know. But so the following week, we were back out in the garage doing close-up magic and and teach magic so they just sort of broke it up into two sections but it was just 
I guess once you get dismissed by the host, if you get thrown out, you can't come back in. And we couldn't come back in. There was even a thing. I was like, well, there's this uh, button here that says join with the passcode. And they're like, okay, here's the passcode. And I typed it all in and it still said, you're not allowed to join this meeting. I was like, darn it, it's not working. I felt like I was on the gong show and I got the hook and I got pulled off stage. I yeah. Because, I mean, it was just over. It was daggone. But they ended up enjoying themselves and, and uh, it all worked out fine in the end. It was just kind of a funny situation. She kicked us off by accident. We were supposed to have our microphone on. <laughs> Another thing, we did a show this weekend in Alexandria, Virginia, Northern Virginia, near D.C., and it's a church that we usually do every um, November near my birthday, and they usually do a big show. They do illusions. They do it upright, and it's like just a fun night for family, and they invite the community out, and this year, um, they wanted two illusions in the show, and Natalie, because of my broken foot, you were carrying all that in. Yeah. And we had to take two cars, two and a half hours north, and... Yeah. And ended up scheduling, normally we give ourselves an hour to set that up, but I just went ahead and we got there two hours early. One, because I needed to breastfeed before the show. And two, I was unloading and setting everything up by myself. Um, Willow ended up helping me carry some illusions in, which was nice. It made things go a lot faster, so that was really great that she could help me do that. Um, I mean... I could have done it. I, I loaded the illusions into the garage by myself, but but it's so much nicer having help. So Well, you also had to carry them up steps and through a church where the yeah. garage and the trailer are Well, they have a ramp, but it yeah. would have been a it would have been a pain. Yeah. It would have been a pain. So this was just an, a lot nicer to have Willow help me. And it was a lot quicker to have Willow help me. So thank God for Willow. <laughs> but we did a, a floating box illusion where the box levitates and then uh, pass a hoop over it and around it and show that nothing's holding it up and then at the end of the trick Natalie pops out that went great everything was good um, we do a trick where um, Lana is a, a doll if you saw our Magic Life episode in season 2 uh, Lana dress rehearsal or Lana's performing illusions now because Natalie was pregnant um Lana is doing the solution for us now, and Natalie will do it eventually, but we're kind of enjoying having that be Lana's thing right now. And uh, so I usually spin the box around and show it empty and do all the magic. Well, I produce a, a nine-inch Raggedy Ann doll out of an empty box, and I put it inside this big dollhouse illusion. And Natalie now has to turn the box around and pull it up forward and all this stuff. When she's pulling it, before I even make the doll appear, <laughs> as she's pulling it forward forward from the wings, <laughs> yeah. they're on carpet, and they told her closed-toed shoes on that stage. <laughs> I had closed-toed shoes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but, they were, but they were dress shoes. <laughs> they were boots. And she, but they, they still had no traction. That's what it was. And <laughs> oh, whatever. It, it's, it, they, they it's, it's, they're dress boots. It's just, I slipped. What do you want? <laughs> And I was she pulling slipped. it, and it's on carpet. And she fell down, and kaboom, she's down. And all I can do, I'm I'm in a boot, and I'm laughing, and yep. I'm like, um, I hope you didn't break anything. We don't need two people in boots. And 
all I'm doing is trying to make light of it and just get her <laughs> up and get her to pull that box forward because I got a broken foot. I can't do it. Yeah. I was laughing. I told Wes later, I said, I, you know, in a normal situation, I would have been completely embarrassed. I would have felt, you know how you feel yourself blush because your face gets, maybe you don't, but normal people, you feel your face just get hot because you're blushing. It turns red and you're blushing. You can know you're blushing. But... I didn't have any of that. I just laughed it off and kept on going. It's just like, it's just one of those things. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And then, so Lana does work in the box. Lana does all the magic pretty much. All I do is spin the box around. Yeah, you just get all the credit. That's per usual. Well, you used to do it. And now you've taught <laughs> Lana how to do it. So I produced a nine inch doll. I put it in the uh, dollhouse, closed the doors. And then I'm like, all right, Nat, go ahead. Spin Nat starts it spinning it around. Which is hard because it's on carpet. It's right, on so carpet. It so <laughs> I took 20 minutes. I did not take 20 minutes. <laughs> and then when I open it up, there's a nine-inch Raggedy Ann doll there. <laughs> and nobody was more surprised than me. <laughs> to the audience, we just turned a box around just to show nothing yeah. happened. And, I'm, and I think I said something audibly like, no one's more surprised at this than me. Yeah. And, and look, I, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> we closed the door. And then Natalie's like yelling at the box with the music's playing and everything. And she's like, all right, Lana, get to work. <laughs> so we spin the box around and uh, open it up. Now it's a two and a half foot tall Raggedy Ann. And the box is completely empty. Only the two and, foot, two and a half foot tall doll is filling this box. Yeah. And then we spin it around again and produce Lana and everything's great. But man, for that illusion in this show... <laughs> Natalie falls what else down. could go wrong? Natalie falls down, pulling it out. We I spin the box around. Ridiculous spinning the box around. We spin the box around and absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> but still, at the end of the show, several people told us how amazing it was, which is nice. But one guy especially. You guys have been performing here for over a decade. And man, your show just keeps getting better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, man, what did he go to the bathroom during that part? <laughs> no, but really, oh, no, it, turned it, out it was fine. fine. It was fine. Yeah. Things happened. She fell down. Oh well. And for all they knew, that was part of the show, and you do that every single time. Not the falling down. Not the falling down. The falling down was obviously not part of the show. I'm talking about turning around. It's still a nine inch raggedy end doll. For all they know, that's part of the show, and it's funny because they laughed. It, right. it, it was yeah, aud- audible laughter. So I mean, you know. It, for all they know, that's that's how we do it every single time. And then when Lana gets produced, they gasped. Yeah. They they had no idea. Yeah, they loved it. It was good. Um, it went real well. It, it turned out fine. It went it turned out great. It just didn't go how we normally know that it goes. But here's the here's the thing. All right, so Lana's in the box doing the secret stuff. I'll let you guys in on that. And the other thing is, I turned the box around different than Natalie did. And just little minutiae, little things yeah. can mess up a magic show. Um, when we tried to do that one show for that illusion show where they put us in that uh, realtor's place. Uh-huh. And the, the ceiling was nine one inches foot, smaller, one, one foot, foot smaller, smaller than uh, that messed up that, that whole illusion. Did mess we could I mean, so little things will throw everything off. Yeah. And that's what threw Lana off because we rehearsed it one way. Anyway, let's talk about the kids real quick. We have... Um, uh, the boys, you have Eight them. Eight months old. You already. have them sleeping in their own bed at nighttime now. I do. Yeah. So I started putting them. They were eating. Ah, you got to think we're entertainers. So 
our schedules that our our kids do not go to bed at eight o'clock like normal kids. Um, so they were eating their last meal at, um, you know, they still do around 11, 1130 and then go to bed and they were sleeping and they were falling asleep right after they ate and I was putting them in their swings and then I was waiting till 2 a.m. to do last feeding and then going to bed myself and I started thinking they're sleeping. Why don't I just try and put them in their own cribs and they start getting used to going in their cribs that way. Well, they started doing so good in their cribs that I was going in there at 2 o'clock, waking them up to feed them at 2 o'clock. I'm like, why the heck am I doing this? So I feed them at the last one, put them in their cribs, and you know, finish what I needed to get done and go to bed. Let's see how long they last. And I'm learning this just like you guys are because I'm already asleep at 1130. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so I just decided, you know, I'll put them in their bed Um and then I'll just, I'll see how long they last. It could be that they wake up at 2.05, you know, to eat. And if they do, fine, whatever. Because after the 2 o'clock feeding, then I put them in the bassinets by our bed. Well, don't you know they made it till 8.30 that morning? And I looked at Wes, I said, oh my goodness, I'm doing this every night. So they have been, I don't know, for a week now, putting... Sleeping sleeping through the night with quotations around it because, I mean, it's not, I go in there. But, and you also have the video baby monitor. I do. And you said that you've seen them comfort each other. Oh, it's adorable. Yes. So, we have the video monitor and um, it's really sweet because they'll start, if it's just like, now if it's full on screaming, I just go. But if it's just kind of like a type thing, I look at the video monitor and I, and I see if they can just settle themselves down because they they've done it before. And a couple times they'll turn towards each other and just one will pat the other or they'll end up holding hands or hugging each other or something along those lines and they'll go back to sleep. And it's really so incredibly sweet. I love it. I think it's really sweet. They look for the other one and that, that calms them down. I think it's adorable. That's so they do. Done. They sleep in their in, the, in one crib together. I did try two separate cribs. One would start crying. It caused the other one to start crying. I'm running around the room trying to settle each of them. Finally, I just put them in the crib together and they sleep better that way. And you got twins, moms groups that say they all do it too. Yeah. The, the twins love yeah. being next to each other. You have You have a lot of them saying they have slept together in the same bed since birth done and they're they're five now they still sleep in the same bed um and then you have others that were like oh i separated them right away because they were kicking each other and fighting with each other and they weren't but that's not these two these no. two no these two do well together i mean we have a picture of them at, like at a week old like hugging each other right like, yeah and they do they one will just fall asleep and put their head on their shoulder yeah and, yeah they're they like being they and, like being together. And when they're in their high chairs, I mean, they reach for each other. No matter what side they're on, they'll reach for that one and hold their hand or just want to touch them. They just yeah, want to be near them. Yeah, Or look at each other and just smile. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very sweet. Or I seeing love them it. sitting in a chair, looking, or sitting, just setting up on the carpet and just looking at each other across from each other. And they'll just reach up and steal the guy's binky. And then the right. other one will steal his little pacifier out of his mouth. Yep. Either they switch or they just pluck them out of their mouth. And yep. It's pretty it's funny. funny. But, but anyway, yeah. so guys, 
that's pretty much today's episode. Man, we uh, we had a lot to cover. And I didn't realize. I still got you a, did it. I still got a page of notes. Oh. Um, <laughs> I still got so much more to talk about. Um, let's see. Let's see. We're almost at episode 52. So what we're going to do, we're going to... Um, episode 51 is going to be Natalie and I. And that's going to be our year-end blowout. We're going to play games, give away... We have brand new merchandise, these uh, Wes Isley's uh, Magic Life TV and podcast t-shirts, decks of cards, we have new hats, um, we have a lot of new merch from our sponsor, Express Copy and Graphics, and um, we'll be giving away some stuff. We're also, I think I'm going to play a game and see if you guys can guess who my most downloaded uh, podcast guest was. So the order of our shows, and it, it hasn't changed in... I don't, I don't want to say because it might give it away. Mm. It hasn't changed in a while. <laughs> I don't know. That that eliminates last week's guest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is off the cuff if you can't tell. Um, but it's episode one, episode two are the most downloaded because people want to get to know us. And then it's our full us episode. Okay. And then it's this most downloaded guest. So the guest. most downloaded guest is what That's you're what doing. I said. The most down- okay. Then it's this... Most downloaded guest. Yeah. So anyway, and it doesn't mean that it was that far back. It's just that's the order of those. Yeah. Because that's episode one, two. I think Penn and Teller was like five or 15. Okay. And where, wherever this person is. Uh, but if you can guess that, uh, we'll, we'll give you a t-shirt. We'll, we'll play a game. I'll do something on Facebook or something. Okay. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll play some games and we'll do that in episode 51. Also, that person... Is going to be an episode 52, the return of our most downloaded guest. And um, a year. We've been doing this a year. Just about. We're almost there. So, it's amazing. We're not going anywhere. We're loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, I've already got all my guests lined up for next month. And I'm working on um, filling out August. So. Do so you have June and July all scheduled? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Good job. So, and the way we're going to do it in the future, so for episode, you know, 53 on, uh, if there's four weeks in a month, we'll have a, a, a new magic person. We'll have a return guest. That could be any genre, whoever has been on before. Uh, then we're going to have a, a non-magic guest. And then Natalie and I. And if there's five weeks in the month, I figured we'd do two magic guests. Okay. Just spread it out that way. I don't know. It's just easier for me to have something like that to go by a guideline. And that yeah. helps me book and fill out those spots. Yeah. But that might change. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So I have a wonky month and do something different. That messes me up. That messes me up because it, it's not organized. Oh, please. But Maybe anyway, fine. so we have <laughs> um, amazing, great merch from Express Copy and Graphics. We have these new uh, Magic Man uh Fitted hats, these flex fit hats. I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> Taking it off your head like you're well, going I, I was trying to remember the flex fit. <laughs> I was trying to remember what that was called. But man, these things are awesome quality. I love them so much. We're going to have them for sale on our website soon. Um, and our Magic Life TV and podcast. It says Wes Isley's Magic Life TV and podcast t-shirts. We have them in light gray and we have them in pink. And we have all sizes available, and they're going to be $20. And they're going to be on our website probably within the week. So keep an eye out for that. And um, in those contests and games that we're going to play next month, 
we'll be giving away some of those as well. So thank you guys for listening. Um, let us know what your favorite episode was. Let us know who you think that magic uh, person was or that, that most downloaded guest was. I didn't give away anything because I was saying magic because I was reading the word magic. I didn't give anything away there. But I want you to guess to guess who you think that most downloaded person was. <laughs> and uh, we'll give you a t-shirt for that if you want to play that. You can email me at wesisley at gmail.com. Or you can send me a message on Facebook and says, uh, most downloaded person guess. And you might win a t-shirt. And um, anything else you want to add, Nat? I don't think so. All right. I think we're good. Tonight on Jewel TV, they are airing episode 11 from season two called uh, Lana is a Fourth Grader. In that episode, we have uh, Natalie's way pregnant. Mm -hmm. So as a... I think we say it's like August. As a getaway for her, as a celebration for her graduating third grade, it's daddy-daughter camp out in the treehouse. Yes. And it was awesome, except for that stupid squirrel. We had a, <laughs> we have a tin roof in the treehouse, or a metal or aluminum roof, whatever it is, and the squirrel was making a nest all night long, or doing something above us all night long. And I had a very peaceful night. Oh, it was brutal. It was nice for me. I was in a quiet house, nice bed. At 5 a.m., I, I had a BB gun in my hand and a flashlight, and I'm looking for a squirrel. <laughs> but I couldn't see it, because the tree was so bushy and leafed out i couldn't see around it anyway check out the episode it's pretty funny uh jewel tv is on ruku amazon fire it's on apple tv the jewel tv app and tons of other places it's in over one million households check it out if you look for it you'll be able to find it and uh see See you next week. week today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by express copy and graphics mention promo code wes isley to get 10 percent off Their website is expresscopy.com. That's X-P-R-E-S-S-C-O-P-Y.com. They do it all. Copies, banners, signs, vehicle wraps, promo items, practically anything you need printed, they can do it for you. These guys are great. Check them out. Check us out online at wesisley.com and patreon.com forward slash Wes underscore Isley for behind-the-scenes videos, blooper videos, never-before-seen footage, discounts on merchandise, magic trick tutorials, and more. That's Wes Isley, spelled W-E-S-I-S-E-L-I.